welcome to the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. This is episode 71 of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network, coming to you still from my car, still on my way to Columbus, Ohio. Still am pretty excited about bringing you some interviews from some folks. Of course, I have no idea who that's going to be right now because I'm still in my car. So you'll be able to find that out here pretty soon. But for now, to reference back to our previous episode... We're talking about the power of peer feedback, of letting students provide feedback to each other and how that helps it to helps feedback to scale so that we're not eating up all of our precious minutes trying to provide the feedback, but it also helps our students become a little more self-reliant. And when it comes to feedback, one of the one of the things I mentioned was that if students know how to give effective feedback, then, of course, the quality of that feedback goes up and it becomes more useful for everybody. And I think that's true for students and for teachers, that if we know what that effective feedback looks like, then it's kind of like the, the tide that rises all ships, you know? And so one of my favorite things to reference back to when it comes to feedback is this article written in ASCD. It's the American Society for Curriculum Design, I think. I think that's what ASC stands for. And it's called Seven Keys to Effective Feedback and is written by the late Grant Wiggins, who I had have and had, <laughs> present and past, the, the most um, respect for. And so... Here are, the, here are some of the things that he says that feedback needs to have to be really, really, truly effective. And if you think about it, whether we're using technology or not, feedback is all over everything that we do as teachers. Um, you know, whether it's oral feedback or written feedback, if we're giving feedback digitally or written on paper or whatever, it really does tie into everything. And so... Grant wrote that these were some of the things that we need to do when we give good feedback. One is that our feedback should be goal referenced. It should tie back to a mutually identified goal of teachers and the students. So both both sides there realize that this is a goal that they're both working toward. Feedback should be tangible and transparent. So it should be clear to both the student and the tit well really to the student because they're the one that's receiving it um it should be clear what what we're we're talking about it should be actionable as in if we give them this feedback there should be something that they can do to improve based on what they're seeing it should be user-friendly and i love the example that um that, that Grant puts in this in this article, he says that there was a um, you know, the the teacher that writes the word that, that writes a a specific word on a student's writing all year long, and the student comes up to him at the end and says, um, "You know, you wrote this word on my paper all year, and I don't know what it is. What does vagu mean?" And of course, vagu is vague, and the student had no idea what they were talking about. So that was, I think, that was. Um, feedback that wasn't very user-friendly. Feedback should be timely. And of course, 
if um, if we want students to be able to get something from that feedback, the sooner that we can get it back to them, the better. It should be ongoing, as in it should be you know kind of continuous all throughout the year. That feedback is a process instead of a one-time event, and then it should also be consistent. I think consistent here means consistent to the teacher, as in the teacher offers consistent feedback that doesn't send mixed messages throughout the year, but then also whenever possible that it's consistent across classes too. And that's not not necessarily an easy thing to do, but of course, whenever it happens, it is very powerful. So goal referenced, tangible and transparent, actionable, user-friendly, timely, ongoing and consistent. If you'd like to read the entire article, um, a Google search for feedback ASCD Wiggins is how I found it. That's the way that I always find it. And to, to finish this up, one of my favorite parts of this article came at the end where Grant Wiggins says that less teaching plus more feedback many times leads to greater learning. Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find the show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.